Hey everyone, before I begin, I wanna talk to you about our sponsor, Herbal Face Food. I've been talking about Herbal Face Food because I see such amazing results with my sunspots, with my puffiness, because it reduces the inflammation, like my puffy eyes when I wake up in the morning, or even like my double chin. I always feel like, I wish I had a better jawline, and I feel like it's coming back, my sunspots, from laying out day after day after day as a child has caught up with me. I have sunspots galore, and Herbal Face Food has helped so much with reducing my wrinkles, Cutting down on my puffiness in my face, I can't really describe it other than just there's this, the puff is gone because it's not plant-based, it's made out of pure plants. And so it helps so much with fine lines, wrinkles, melasma. I have psoriasis, I have dermatitis, like my skin is a mess. I know it's from stress and it's such a relief to have something that doesn't show all the stress on my face. So go to the link in the email or go to herbalfacefood.com and make sure you use the coupon code HARMONY20 at checkout to support the show. Now on to the episode. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 218, Keeping Your House Clean. Welcome to the Harmony in the Home podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hutchison. I'm a counselor, a life coach, and most importantly, an imperfect mom doing this work right along with you. And my goal on our podcast is to go from chaos to calm, feel less frazzled and have more fun within your four walls to have more harmony in your home. Well, hello, everyone. I was going to title it, How to Keep Your House Clean All the Time, as almost like a bait and switch because I want to reassure you that your house does not need to be clean all of the time. Does that take a little pressure off your shoulders? Because there's probably one person in your relationship who is cleaner than the other. So there is a probability of 0% that you and your loved ones that live within your four walls all have the same level of what it means to have a clean house, clean room, clean space, clean drawer, etc. So whichever side of the coin you're on, I want you to bend towards the other way and then not expect them to bend towards your way. Because unless they're listening to this podcast, they're not going to know to bend. But I will tell you, you can learn something from bending. If you're Mr. or Mrs. Clean, I promise you can learn from relaxing and letting go of it always having to be clean all the time. If you are the messier of the two and not Mr. or Mrs. Clean, I just think of the bald guy right now from that commercial, I promise you can learn something from the other side of minimalistic life or having a more organized house or just a tidier home because the peace that you will feel on either end of it by letting go of it always having to be perfect if that's your side of the street, or if you're the messier of the two, tidying it up a little bit and heading over to the minimalistic side. Doesn't mean you have to go all the way over. It just kind of like just peek at them and see how they do things and what you can learn from him or her. Usually it's the spouse. Sometimes you can learn from your kids, but a lot of times your kids are learning from you. So I want to take the pressure off your shoulders, whether you're on the messier side or the more minimalistic side. I promise bending a little bit towards the other way will reduce a lot of stress in your life for different reasons. So you have to decide whether you're more on the, I'll just play the M&M game. Are you the more on the messier side or the more minimalistic side when it comes to 
general areas of living. So I wanna take the pressure off of your shoulders that you don't have to have your house always ready for company. You don't always have to have it video ready because you want a house that's been lived in and it feels lived in, but you don't want it to be a place that causes you stress and angst. So once you take that pressure off your shoulders and shoot for the B minus, whether you're at a C and you have to work towards the B minus or you're at an A plus and have to kind of like let go a little bit and head to the B minus, either way, the B minus house is gonna be probably the most relaxing place to land and kind of shoot for. And if you've ever worked in the restaurant business, you have openers and you have closers. So who's ever on the closing shift has to hook up the people that are opening the next morning in the restaurant. I used to work at Chili's. I was not a very good server because I'm very visual. And when they would tell me something little, like I need some ketchup, like, oh, sure, no problem. And I would walk away and whew, one ear and out the other. I tell my kids all the time, if you want me to remember something, you have to write it on a sticky note, text me, put it in my phone. I don't care, put it on my windshield. Just write it down. The verbal stuff does not work for me and that's why I was a horrible server. I loved serving. I actually would like to go back now because I have some life hacks to practice. I was also a busser and that was the nastiest job on the planet because oh, seeing those dirty dishes after all the eating, I was like, oh, and I remember I was bussing and <laughs> my sister was serving, my other sister was the hostess and I was the busser and I was like 15 years old. And I remember I just kept breaking dishes because I would overstack my tray. And my oldest sister was the server and the, the boss head chef said to my sister, if your sister breaks one more dish, I'm taking it out of your tips. <laughs> he was so mad. And literally like five seconds later, crash, boom. He's like, stout. That was our maiden name. That is our maiden name. And he was not very happy. So I wasn't really good in the restaurant biz, but I think I could be better. And at Chili's, I think I was really friendly and like happy and like, hello. I probably like annoyed people sometimes like, oh, Jesus, chick is like way, way too happy for my quesadillas. And then I would forget the little things. But I would like to go back with these different life hacks. I digress. So one thing I want to talk to you about is resetting your home and making it so it's like default settings when you're the opener or you're the closer. And sometimes you're going to have to do both and that's okay because you're the best one for the job. Just like when we were working in the restaurant, there was people that closed better and there's people that opened better. And some people like the manager did both. So I don't want you to get from a place of resentment that you do all the things because a lot of times you do all the things because you're better at it, it's your skill set. So realize that without trying to judge, sorry, realize that without judging the other person. We all have our gifts, we all have our strengths, we all have our weaknesses, including us. I know it's much easier to see them in the other people, but go back to awesome and annoying, we all have awesome parts about us and we all have annoying parts about us. So one thing that's really helped me because I'm more on the messy side versus the minimalist side, so I have had to bend and learn and realize that my habits sometimes get me in trouble. And who's ever closing shift has to hook up the opener shift. And who's ever opening has to hook up the closer. And sometimes there's a reset done during the day. So one thing that's really helped me, and I didn't even know that this was a thing until I saw it in a life hack group that I'm in, and it's all about sharing different tips. And I know 
I have really, really bad ADD with a mixture of hyperactivity. And I start things and don't finish. Start things, don't finish. I leave cabinet doors open. I can see my miles of piles when I'm not conscious about it. And so someone, I didn't even know that this was a hack until I was like, oh, I feel so seen and valued and heard right now. And the post said, if you have issues with executive function and housekeeping, put shoes on before you start cleaning. And then it goes on to say, I have ADD and always have a difficult time starting to clean my apartment. My friend, also ADHD, told me to put shoes on when I want to clean and it works. Put on some sneakers and your mind knows you're on the move and you just keep going. I have shared this with other friends and I had the same results for them. And it is so true. Now, a lot of people say, I don't wear house shoes in the house. That's disgusting. You can have a pair of shoes just reserved for that. You can, If it's socks, do it, then do it. You could have a pair of house slippers. You could wear Crocs. Whatever it is, your mind will make that connection that when these bad boys are on my feet, it is go time. So when these are on, you will not believe how much you'll get done. And when I get home from a place, I want to sit on the couch and I just want to veg out for a little bit. And I have learned, I learned this from Jordan Page, you never sit down when you get home. Now, eventually you will sit down, but you get the unfun stuff done first, the undesirable stuff done first, and then you reward yourself with that sitting down. And it doesn't have to be sitting down like a sloth on the couch done for the night. A lot of times we trick our brain like, oh, let me sit down real quick to check this email. Sitting down is the kiss of death. For me, it is. It loses all the momentum. It takes so much effort to stand back up and do the unfun thing. So when I get home, or this could be after a trip, or this could be after work, or when we're getting home from volleyball, my brain goes to sit, 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 sit. But I make sure I put my shoes on. And cleaning doesn't always mean like we're going to stop and clean. This is like the on-the-go cleaning. This is the resetting. This is getting the house back to factory settings, but not perfect settings. And there was thousands upon thousands of comments agreeing with the shoe hack. And a lot of times I'll have different life hacks. And my kids are like, oh my gosh, another life hack, mom, come on. Like another life hack that I was trying to tell them the other day and they just kind of went in or went out the other. But you guys like to listen to my life hacks. So I like to share them with you. And then you share me your life hacks. And it's like a life hacking sharing session. So you guys actually care about the life hacks. My kids look at me like, uh, what? And then I try to tell David life hacks. He's like, duh, everyone does that. Like, it's just common sense for him. And I'm like, no, it's not. This is taking me 48 years to get to this point. <gasps> oh, wow. The commenter said, the minute I take my shoes off or sit in my spot, the day is over for me. That is so true. Once these shoes come off, even if I'm standing, I like all of a sudden start to melt and I start to <laughs> vanish. And the com another commenter said, this is the same mechanism of the brain at play because your emotion states become linked to your environment habits, etc. This is really, really key. By linking the shoes to cleaning, you create an anchor where you are able to access the desired state of motivated to clean by putting the shoes on. Taking your shoes off and sitting in your spot is linked to the relaxed state. So we're actually tricking the brain to say, this is where we take some action. This is where we get in the game. When my kids were in kindergarten, they were obviously very nervous about kindergarten. So we bought new shoes and we called them the courageous shoes. These shoes gave them courage. It's kind of like that book by Michael Jordan called Salt in the Shoes. 
And it's such a good book about prayer and how Michael Michael was smaller than the, all the other kids and he just didn't ever think he was going to be big enough or strong enough or tall enough. And then she said, you need to put salt in your shoes and pray. And the salt in the shoes was just a way of making him feel a little bit more in control and empowered and linked up the salt in the shoes to growth. And then he worked like the saying goes, he worked like it depended on him and he prayed like it depended on God. And then we all know what happened with Michael Jordan, number 23 in the hall of fame. Let's go, Michael J. Another commenter said, sorry for the men in this group. It says, and a bra. I, if you normally wear one out of the house, but not in, I know I mean business when I put a bra on inside the house. Another commenter said, my dog gets in his cage when I put on my bra and shoes. He gets caged when home alone and apparently he thinks me putting on a bra and shoes is a sign that cleaning's going to happen. To be fair, it usually is. One of my friends puts on loud country music and that, th that country music and she puts on work boots and those work boots and the country music, it's like game on like Donkey Kong. Another commenter says, OMG, I never realized this is why I have that energy when I come home. Don't have that same energy after taking my shoes off. So true. The shoes are like magic shoes. I call my magic shoes. And also staying in the vertical state helps me so much. But I tell my brain when it wants to sit down, oh, no, we're going to sit down. We're going to like like we're a child. I talk to my brain like this. Like when we were in elementary school, we're going to get all our work done so we can go out for recess. My recess is hanging out outside by the tiki hut or sitting on the couch checking my email or just vegging out for a little bit. Another commenter says putting on an apron does it for me. So do you see how it doesn't really matter if we're putting salt in the shoes or pepper in the shoes or if it's the shoes or the bra or someone else said putting up their hair in a, in a ponytail. Another one said putting up in a messy bun does it for him. This commenter said it's an apron. An apron does it. So your brain will link up XYZ with productivity or we're going to do some work, even though it's not a fun task. But some people might like the cleaning or the organizing and they kind of buffer with all of that. So you want to have that anchor of the shoes that acts as a trigger to remind you, yourself that this is what we're going to be doing. Even though you don't really like it, this is what we're going to be doing. And pretend like you have company visiting only if that helps you. Because you don't want to put company visiting and then it puts all this undue pressure on yourself. But company visiting can be the same as you're visiting in your own house because you want it to be comfortable for your own living. Messy brain means messy home. The more we clean up our thoughts, the more we clean up our space organically. A lot of times they think the space has to come first. But a lot of times when we clean up our thoughts, we clean up our thinking and we feel empowered, then the space organically follows. And then you stack these habits on top of each other, whether it's the shoes or the bra, or the ponytail, or like I'm trying to floss twice a day. So I'm putting a one of those floss sticks when I'm done flossing in the morning, I put another floss stick on top of my toothbrush. So obviously I'm going to brush my teeth before I go to bed. So I can't miss the floss stick that's on my toothbrush. So it's like the opener that brushed my teeth is hooking up the person who's closing. And when I, at night is usually when I forget to brush or floss my teeth. And so when I see that, obviously I'm going to brush my teeth. So I see the floss stick. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing it. I already did it this morning or vice versa. And then you're like, oh, it's already here. And it's kind of like you're on autopilot because the things that we do on autopilot, like have you ever gone to a store and like we go to Walgreens a lot. And so like the, the trip from our house to Walgreens is like 
2.1 miles once we did on a bike in the middle of the Florida heat. Sorry, I don't want to say where I live. Once we did it in the, in, around 12 o'clock in the middle of the heat. Oh, I do not recommend that. However, if driving it, sometimes I'll, I'll get to Walgreens from my house and I'm like, wait, who drove here? What happened? How did I get here? Because I've done it so many times that it's on autopilot. So the more things you can put on autopilot and hook yourself up, your future self, like we're always talking about, you'll realize that you're kind of just stepping in to this almost like a conveyor belt of your life and you have systems and a routine and then you have systems for your systems for your systems. Because someone said to me once, they said, how would you stay organized when that's not how your brain works naturally? Because it's so much work for you. How do you do this that like on the, on the regular? And I said, I actually don't do any of the work. The routine does the work and it's like a merry-go-round that I just kind of hop on and then these things are set up in place like the floss stick on the toothbrush. So I'm not thinking about it and I'm not thinking, should I floss or should I not floss because I don't want to have decision fatigue by the end of the day. And so I just see the floss stick there and I automatically floss the teeth even though I don't want to. I'm like, oh, I guess it's here. My morning self, the one who opened is hooking up the closer. And the life hack I was trying to tell the kids the other day when they completely blew me off, I never finished that thought, was when we leave for the day, we always set the washer to go off. Well, we were leaving the other day and we weren't going to be back for five or six hours. Well, I don't want to start the wash and then get home five or six hours later and it's been sitting in the washer that long. So on the washer, there happens to be a delay setting. I'm like, look, kids, there's this delay setting for five to six hours. I know that's when we get home. So what, as we're getting home, it will just be finishing up. And they're like, okay, thanks. Thanks, mom. Do you really need to know that? Or like if I set the dryer, I'll tell Alexa, Alexa, remind me to take out the laundry in 42 minutes. And then Alexa, after 42 minutes, will be like, Kelly, take out the laundry. And usually one of the kids does it, usually Grady. So like, Grady, Alexa just gave you some directions. So it's like coming out when it's still warm. Do you see how when you set up the systems and the routines that the systems and the routines work on its own and then you just hop on the merry-go-round and you have all these habits and you're stacking the habits and you have all these triggers set up and all these anchors that are doing the work for you so then you can be more unconscious. So all that to say that you don't have to have your house clean all the time. It's never going to be clean all the time. You don't have to have it ready for company at all times. There is an ebb and a flow to the cycle of a house. I will say if you have an opener and a closer, mostly the closer, and if that's you, that will set you up for your future self for the morning after and waking up to not 75 dishes in the sink. Because what happens is we put off XYZ and then we wake up and XYZ is still there plus ABC and then it's DEF and then it just keeps going and that compound effect and that pile on process is what's so overwhelming and then the brain shuts down because it doesn't know where to start so it doesn't start at all and it just keeps building and building and building and building. And so when you know this about your brain, you're like, of course this is happening. This is the compound effect of a lot of little missed opportunities and a lot of not closing down shop and that's okay and we're going to chip away at this my sister recently lost everything in a hurricane and it was devastating well maybe not recently it was about a year ago and it was so much to do that when I went over to help she was completely paralyzed because there was so much to do and nothing to do at the same time that she was frozen and we just had the montage 
And my brother-in-law, Jamie, just said, you know, we're just going to chip away at this. Just chip, 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 chip. Every single time, we're just going to chip away. We never want to get to the place where we're completing it. It's kind of like conscious parenting. There's not a destination. It's a journey, not a destination. So you can think about your house being on that same continuum. That's a journey, not a destination. And we're just chipping away at it, chipping away at it, chipping away at it. We're not beating ourselves up. There's no moral right or wrong. You're not less of a person if your house is messy. You're not a better person if your house is neat and organized. Some people it comes natural to, some people it doesn't, and it takes a lot of mind management. I guarantee that you and your significant other who's ever living in your house with you, I not guarantee, but I can, I would put money on the fact that you don't have similar styles and that's okay. His wrong is, his way is not wrong. Your way is not wrong. It's meeting in that middle and that compromise. And then what's the joy of all this is that you learn these systems and you learn these life hacks. And yes, you might try to teach them to your kids. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like Charlie Brown's teacher to your kids when you try to teach them these things. And it's like, want, 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 want. Like, yeah, oh, geez, here comes mom with another life hack. Okay, yeah, mom. Okay, just kind of blow you off. But they're absorbing it through living it. Then you don't have to put so much pressure on your shoulders that you have to teach them all the things. You just have to model and embody all the things and then they're going to have their own style. Just like you have your own style, just like your spouse does, just like the people living within your four walls have their own style. No style is wrong. No style is right. All styles are just the way the brain works. And so we have to meet in the middle and then teach it to our kids in the process. And when we have more peace in our home and more, we're all at B minus and we're all okay with the B minus and the level of cleanliness or mess that exists within our four walls and we don't have any character attachment to it like bad or good we can then teach it to our kids from that clean space and have more harmony in the home i love you guys and i'll talk to you next week bye-bye hey mamas thanks for listening if you had any ahas clicks or those lightning bolt moments while listening you have to check out my free parenting boot camp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.